this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. That's the uh, character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Welcome to Sister Speak, The Walking Dead, where we discuss season four of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 21. Let's get started. Okay. All right, we are back to talk about episode four titled Indifference. Before we start, let me get my beverage of the evening. Let's see, I am drinking a a lager. It's called Nutcracker Ale. It's from a brewery called Boulevard Brewery from Kansas City. That's why I got it. It's a dark beer, so if you don't like dark beer, then oh well. <laughs> it is a dark beer. It's called Nutcracker Ale. And it's only available, it's a winter ale, so it's only available from now to Christmas. Then, oh. it's, then it's over. Until next well, fall. I guess you better stock up. Yep. It's really good, though. Okay. All right. And I'm drinking water for anybody who wants to know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we start this episode with, <coughs> excuse me, Rick bandaging, bandaging up his hand again. Yep. And looking off into space, looking kind of crazy. He's on my nerves. <laughs> Damn. And, um... While he's doing that, they kind of cut back and forth between that and Carol is up at the, um, I guess it was the... It's the, cell block D. That's where they got them all. That's yeah. death row. Death row where they have the uh, visiting window. Oh, excuse me. It's cell block A, but it's the death row right. wing. And she's talking, waiting for Lizzie to come up to talk to her. Looking at this big ass knife mm-hmm. in her belt. And so I kept thinking, oh shit, Lizzie. But then I said, oh, there's a big old glass wall in Well, yeah, I didn't think she was going to stab her or nothing, but... you don't know what Carol... No. Anyway, so so Lizzie comes up, and Carol... Lizzie on my nerves, too. Why? Mm. You only see her once. Yeah, well, go ahead. So, um, Carol said she wants to see her because she's going on a run with Rick, and it was just the way that she said it. I was like, oh... She might. <laughs> she knows she ain't coming back. She probably. might know she might not be coming yeah. back. So uh-huh. I just wanted to see you because I'm going on a run with Rick. I'm yeah. like, why well, oh, you got to see Lord. her just in case? I guess exactly. And so she's, um, which turns out to be a good thing. Yeah, that she told the little she child tells, goodbye. She tells um, Lizzie, you know, how she doing, or ask her how she doing. She's got to be strong and brave, and. While they're talking, they give us back to Rick. He's gassing up the car, looking around, looking crazy again. I'm like, what the fuck is he up to? You just see him thinking. Well, he's going to investigate what what he thinks really happened. So, you know, let's move it along. He doesn't go to investigate anything. He's gassing up the car, and then he walks back through, and you see him looking at the cell again and imagining. I think I said that wrong in the last podcast. He's imagining how it possibly happened. Exactly. And that's how we saw how she killed him first and then dragged him out and burned him up. And so, <coughs> excuse me, we go back to Carol and 
Um, Lizzie's talking about no one's died yet. But this girl is really on my royal damn nerves. She says it's sad, but at least they get to come back. What a stupid kid. And Carol's trying to tell her, uh, but they don't come back as people. They are them things. This is my question. Uh, not my question, but this is my whole comment. That whole scene made me irritated. First of all, I realized the girl just lost a daddy and shit. But she's done seen enough walkers killed and how they stick them in the head and shit. They don't come back. She's saying dead people. The Damn. dead people that were sick in there. Yeah, well. That's what she's talking about. She on my nerves. she says, they are something and they are someone. Mm-hmm. And then she has this little monologue where she says, I'm little now, but if I don't die, I'll get big. And I'll be me, but I'll be different. It's how it is. We all change. Mm-hmm. And we all don't get to stay the same the way that we started. Especially if your ass is a zombie. And then she tells Carol, which I like this part though. She told Carol, I'm not weak. You said I was weak, but I'm not. You're wrong. I am strong and telling you what I think. Mm. (laughs) And then Carol's telling her, you know, do you know how to use your knife? Make sure you put it in the right way so that you're ready to go. And giving her this little killer pep talk is what I call it. Yeah. Telling her, don't That's be not even the interesting part of the whole scene. I didn't even care for that whole damn conversation. What was interesting to me is when they kept flashing back to Rick. And he's packing up the shit. He's packing up the station wagon already knowing what he's going to do about Carol. And he goes and he's looking at some of her stuff that she done packed. And he uncovers his whole row of knives. Remind me of Dexter. Because Dexter had a whole parcel of knives rolled up in a canvas just like she got. That's the part that I found interesting. I thought, "Uh uh-huh. And I think at that moment, it's when he said, oh, hell no. No, no. I can't have her here. Because she had a whole slew of knives, just like any any serial killer would have. That's what it reminded me of. She ain't no serial killer. No, I didn't say that. I said, like, Dexter. Who anybody who watches Dexter know he was a damn serial killer. He had the same set of knives. Okay, Sister Rolled Jay. up in a canvas. That's what I said in the first place. Okay, Sister Jay. I heard you. No, you wasn't. What he was looking at was the missing knife, which is the one she was messing with. Yeah, but that was a whole <laughs> slew of knives that she yeah, done packed. Yeah, a bunch of knives. Mm-hmm. Be prepared, Jack. That's right. Be, Be prepared. prepared. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so then... When Carol is telling her, okay, put your knife, put your shirt behind your knife so that it's easy to grab, Lizzie just says, yes, mom, you know, forgetting probably that it ain't her mama. Oh, she ain't and forgot. Carol, she just looks at her like it's a mama because a mama Jack, dad. Let me talk. Sister Jack, <laughs> come on. So then Carol's like, don't call me mother. <sighs> don't call me mother. I mean, like, quick on the spot. And I'm thinking, well, damn, Carol. She's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. I just forgot. She's like, well, don't call me that. And I'm like, well, dang. So, um, anyway, so I thought that was interesting. And I only thought this was interesting about the little monologue that Lizzie had. It's because Carl said that almost the same thing to Herschel in last episode when they was out in the woods. Mm-hmm. When Herschel kept saying, this is so peaceful. It's so peaceful out here. And Carl's like, uh, no, it's not. And it might have been at one time, but things change. Mm-hmm. And this this is kind of the same conversation, but with with little Lizzie. Okay, so Rick and Carol, let's just stick with them, and then we'll get to the other people. Rick and Carol are driving down the road, 
ain't saying nothing. And Carol, I guess, decides to tell him why she did it. Well, yeah. I mean, she knows. She got sense enough to know he's pissed about it. I mean. But he ain't said nothing. Well, but, I mean, she ain't stupid. I agree with her. Somebody had to step up. Shit. He wasn't doing shit. She tells him they were a threat and she was trying to protect Well, the first of all, she of says that. Maggie wanted to come. And he said, well, no, Maggie needed to stay back. And somebody had to watch the camp. She said, oh, yeah, somebody you can trust, huh? And he just looking. And I she ain't say, stupid. Hell, yeah. But, I mean, she ain't <laughs> stupid. That's when she started explaining, look. Them's was the only two in the whole damn camp that was sick. They was choking on their own blood. I did them a service because I put them out their misery. I didn't want to see them suffer. And I thought it would stop the spread of, of whatever. You yeah. know, it was. Hell, I tried to save people, which I agree with her. And then she said the ultimate, which I agree with Carol. She said, I did what I had to do to save people. Somebody had to do something. <laughs> yeah. Because what she didn't say was somebody had to do something, but the somebody who's supposed to be the goddamn leader is out playing fucking farmer. Jay, first Shit. of all, he's not supposed to be no leader. Oh, hell yeah. He said, he is I'm too. done with that. Oh, please. He said, I'm done with that, y'all. Yeah, he said he's done with that, and then he dictating what everybody else do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, you can tell I'm mad at Rick. <laughs> He on my shit list. Okay, so then <laughs> they get to this little neighborhood they was trying to get to. Yep. And they see another car there. An um, SUV. No, it was a it was a station wagon. Wow. And and so same thing. Um, they look at that and they say, "Well, let's just go in these house, look for this stuff, and get in, and get out." So they go into this house. Which, this was to me hilarious. It was really good though. It was funny. Too. It was good. Looking for drugs and food, and mm-hmm. they find you know some aspirins and stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, Carol makes a little noise or something. I don't know. Trips over something, something, and a walker comes out from the upstairs. Upstairs in in their pajamas. Mm-hmm. And I kept thinking, now walkers don't know how to walk up and down stairs. I mean, down the stairs. I'm sure that walker, and they made that shit real. Took a step down the stairs. And fell. And fell. <laughs> All the way down to the bottom. And it was still trying to grab for Carol. It was. Mm, mm, mm. So Carol stabs in the head after Rick pulls her back because it would have fell right on her. Yeah. <clears throat> and as soon as they kill it, the damn fucking bathroom door opens up upstairs. And I'm thinking, who the fuck coming out the room? <laughs> I know it. I know it. And all of a sudden, there's two people. Mm-hmm. With some fucking fruit. Mm-hmm. Talk about we got fruit. And wait a minute, her name was Anna. What was his name? His Sam. name was Sam. That's yeah. what it was. And I'm thinking, well, shit. What? Where did these two people coming from? And there's a walker up there. Mm-hmm. Which is probably what Rick and Carol was thinking. Well, but but like like <clears throat> Sam explained. Well, yeah, they was in there foraging for food, and then that walker comes, and you know they locked themselves in the bathroom. Yeah. They've been there. So they, Carol asked how long y'all been there. He said two days. Damn. And I was with Carol on this. Uh, and Rick. <clears throat> uh, you had a gun. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you kill it? 
Well, we it takes us a while to kill the mockers. It takes yeah. us about six, seven bullets. Uh-huh. And then Rick's like, you had knives? And they're like, knives? I know it! I know it! Because I think they did that to illustrate the fact that not everybody is as adept at killing them suckers. As they are. As they are. Yeah, because they're some, very aggressive with they've it. They've had some training, mm-hmm. you know? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So, um... Carol's looking at Sam, and he's got a hurt shoulder. He's kind of bleeding in one place. And so they're trying to talk to them and say, okay, where do you come from? What you doing up in the house? Mm-hmm. And they said they were in a greenhouse where there's fruit growing, mm-hmm. which is why they had the fruit. And But they he, also had a garden, too. There was a garden in that little He said that he um, was trying to get away from some rockers that came up and fell, ended up dislocating his shoulder. And so Carol is able to put his shoulder back in place, which was a nasty scene to me. I couldn't watch it. Oh, I thought it was really good. Ugh, I thought it was really good. And stri- Ugh, I just couldn't hardly hang. Because with if that. you if you if you remember, I mean, she was a battered wife. Well, we find that out later, Sister J. No, you knew that from season one, Sister K. Right, but we find out the reason why she know later. You, at the time, you don't no, know. No, yes, I did. At the time, uh, I thought, well, yeah, why wouldn't not. she know? Because her husband used to kick her ass. You did not know that. Oh, yeah, because I watched it from the beginning. So did I. Well, then you should have thought that. No, you always take credit for shit. You know you <laughs> didn't know. Absolutely knew that. Whatever. That was a perfect explanation. Whatever. Like she told him, "Hey, I got tired of, t- of telling them uh, ER nurses that I fell down the steps, so I had to learn how to." Well, do we shit. ain't there yet. Anyhow, so Are you going too daggum slow. This they tell them that they were separated from their group a week ago, and they've been on their own. And ever since they've been on their own, they've been trying not to take chances, trying to kill these things on their own. Mm-hmm. They've been trying to hide out, duck and dodge when they can, whatever. So, then I thought it was funny because Anna goes, oh, y'all look pretty good. Uh, what, what y'all set up like? Mm-hmm. And you see Rick and Carol look at each other like, oh, shit. Well, because, you know, they've already run through that before. Rick starts with his three questions. Uh, how many walkers have you killed? Mm-hmm. How many people have you killed? <laughs> so, <clears throat> at this point, um, we go back to commercial, come back, and they are starting to pack up some of the kitchen stuff. And Sam and Anna are asking them, did we pass the test? Are we able to come back with y'all? <clears throat> and so then Rick does tell them, look, we're in a prison a couple miles up. I can't guarantee your, to your safety because there's a sickness there. We don't know what it is, which is why we're out here trying to forage and shit. <clears throat> Carol tells them they have a bunch of people. And so Rick says, look, I'll come. we'll come back for you and take you back with us. And, Car- and so they're like, well, we could help you. We could help you now. And Carol's like, yeah, why don't you? Why don't you help us gather some shit in this neighborhood? I knew that was a bad idea. Rick is like, um, not sure about that. But he goes ahead and gives him his watch and says, and we'll be back. And let's meet back up here in this house in two hours. <clears throat> so after that, um, him and Carol, which I don't know why they didn't all just go together. Him and Carol go to a different house, and he's asking her if she think he did the right thing. They didn't go together because that wasn't even the whole conversation. The whole conversation was Carol said, we could cover more ground with two more people. Of course, they wasn't going to all go, all four go trips in the same place. 
How my, you going to cover more ground my if point, y'all going in the same place? My point is they shouldn't have all broke up. Oh, they should please. have all went to the same place. No, they didn't. <clears throat> that, that, that would have been nonsensical. Well, of course, because they wanted it to happen what happened. But well, what but the I'm point is, is, like she said, the whole reason they had them help is because they could cover more ground in Look, the dam. The point is, you don't already ask the fools, why were you in the bathroom for two fucking days when you had one walker to kill? They mm-hmm. done already told you it takes them seven bullets to kill one. <laughs> and they done already told you they don't like getting close with the knife with it. Mm. So that te- lets you know they're not adept at being able to clear some area on their own. So that, to me, was a mistake of Carol's because they done told you what you need to know. I don't to think it that. was a mistake on her at all. Hell, they groaned. Anywho, yeah. so she tells Rick, look, I think you did right. If they're strong enough to help us, let them help us. And that means that they'll be able to help us when it gets time, crunch time. <clears throat> so Rick doesn't really say nothing. He just looks at her. And she finally confronts him about not saying anything about the fact that she killed two people. And she's telling him, look, you, you can be a farmer, but you can't just be a farmer. You need to be the leader again like you were because you were a good leader. And, and she's like, and you also killed Shane. And when she brought up Shane, I was like, oh, shit. No, when she brought up Shane, what I said to Stevie was, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> That's because you saw him. Why are you always trying to, trying to, uh, uh, uh. You know, judge somebody else when your ass did the same shit. You've killed people. Yes. Shit. Oh, but he like makes me he sick. Said, and especially for him to be Shane so damn ass wimpy. So your ass me. is fucking crazy. That don't mean everybody else needs to be crazy. True. No. She stepped up as a leader. I agree exactly with what she told him in the car. Somebody had to do something. But she didn't need to kill. kill hey. She didn't, she didn't kill them out of malice. She said she thought she was helping them. They were choking on their blood. And as we know, they was going to choke on their blood. There was a bunch of blood in there. Because she stabbed the fucking thing in the hand. Well, but still, they she were said, choking on their blood. You're belligerent as hell today. No, No, it isn't. Yes, you are. So anyway. I agree with Carol. So when she brought up Shane, though, that's totally different. And I agree with Rick on that one. It was totally different. Shane was about to pop a cap in his ass. Yeah, well, you know what? He killed Shane. That was his best damn friend. She didn't even know Karen and his David. <laughs> Shit. True. I mean, think about it. She didn't even know him. But look, but got, Shane was his damn best friend. Oh, hell no. Kill you, oh, hell no. Kill Rick him. wrong. Rick wrong. What a hypocrite. No. Anyway, move on. So they go and they're searching outside at this point and they grab up some tomatoes from the little garden. And so she, he's asking her, how does she learn how to fix the shoulder, his, that boy's shoulder? And she tells him all that shit you said about yeah, being yeah, a battered wife on. and all that stuff. And uh, she says she didn't think she could be strong, but, but she really was. And then he asked her what I thought was a good point because I wanted to know too. He's like, how come you never say her name? Because when Sam and Anna were talking to them about the prison and the illness, Anna asked her, oh, some of your kids are sick? And she's like, no, not, no, none of mine. And so Rick looked at her all funny at that, that point. And she says, look, Sophia is dead and somebody else is, and she's somebody else's slideshow. I agree. She dead. She's been dead a long time. Two seasons. Hell. You know? That, 
was mm. a little rough. I and don't so then think he so. tells her that he still thinks about Lori and Yeah, that's because he's a wimp ass. All that stuff. So they leave and they round the corner of the house and see a basket where fruit spilled all over the place. So they start walking slow and I'm like, oh shit. Open up this little side gate and they see a leg, which was Anna's leg with this tattoo on it. And I'm like, oh hell, if you see a leg, then you know the rest of her. Well, somebody it wasn't a else. tattoo. She had got uh, 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 injured and it healed wrong or something. So, so it was like a scar thing. Well, she had a tattoo also on yeah. her leg. So then they look across the street and two walkers are just feasting on her ass. Feasting. Feasting. I mean, it's I mean, like they had a banquet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? They, they were smacking their lips and everything. They weren't even looking up. They were feasting. Feasting. So Anna and so gone. Their faces, Carol's and his, are like, oh, hell. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. You know, so he shuts the door to the gate. And I'm thinking, damn, you slammed that damn gate. I mean, mm-hmm. it was kind of loud. So they go back to the first house and. Waiting for Rick, Sam. Yeah, and Rick's waiting and waiting. And Carol's like, look, we got to go. We done waited long enough. It's past the time you said we need to go. And so Rick's like, well, we can wait a few more minutes. And she tells him, look, it was a nice watching all that you gave him, but we need to go. I agree with Carol. <laughs> I, I mean, hell. If you waited past the two-hour timeline, you know it was obvious. Yeah, obviously something happened to his ass. Right. So your ass needs to go because it's going to be dark soon. Well, I was thinking, I agreed with Carol on this one. Uh, we done waited. Yeah. Obviously something happened. We need to go yeah. and get back to the prison. Yeah. You got medication and shit to, to take back. So, um, they start walking back to the car and she goes to open the door to the car and it's locked. He don't only kept the door, doors locked. He make me sick. He tells her that it was not her call to kill Karen and David. They, they might have lived. Oh, shut the and hell up. When Tyrese finds out that he'll kill her. Mm. And wait, she had the nerve to say, I can handle Tyrese. I agree with her. No, you couldn't. Yeah, she could have. Yeah. And then he tells her the others wouldn't want her there and that even if the others don't aren't there and don't come back, he don't want her there around his kids. So she starts crying a little bit and she says... She don't no cry one, much, though. No. She says, nobody else has to know. And he, and he says, but I'll know. And, she's, and then she gets mad a little bit and tells him, I had to step up and do something. And I'm not leaving without Lizzie and Micah. Mm-hmm. And he says, you want to take them out and all this? He's like, no, nah, we'll keep them safe. Mm-hmm. You just go on. You are not the scared woman that you were. You're brave. You know you'll be able to start over and find others. And when I first watched this, I was like, what the fuck? I was angry at Rick. But as the week went on, I was like, you know what? What else could they have done? Oh, hell. First of all. Who the hell is he to be judging her? Where was your punk ass when everybody was getting sick and going to be turning into some damn zombies? Playing a goddamn farmer. Sister J. Excuse me. And whining about, Carl, no, you can't have your gun yet. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Rick. Anyway, I'm mad at him and I'm still mad. How dare he of all people? Okay, let me tell you why this fucking shit is bogus. First of all, don't you need numbers to kill them goddamn walkers? Sister and, Jay! And, <laughs> but I'm so mad. And 
Carol is the bomb. Carol can hold her own. She can kill the walkers. She can kill your ass. She can make decisions. Yeah, she stepped up as a leader. He know his punk ass is not no leader because he wimps out too much. Thinking of goddamn, excuse me. Thinking, thinking, of, thinking of Lori. I think of Lori. Oh, hell, shut the fuck up and man up. Oh, anyway, oh, I was so mad. I said to the TV, I said, what? Oh, hell no, that bastard didn't. How dare he tell her, I don't want you there and you ain't coming back. Who the hell is he? Oh, hell no. Uh-uh. And I am so glad. That she got misty-eyed for just a minute. Yeah. And then she, minute. hey, she bucked on up and said, well, you know what? Hey, huh? okay. Yeah, All I'll right. be fine. And went on her merry way, you punk. Oh, I was so too through with Rick. And I'm still mad at him. How dare he you do said that? that? like four times. Hey, I'm going to keep saying it too. Dumbass. He, he need to get bit. I was upset at first too. I'm still upset. I thought about it and I'm I like, didn't. Mm. I thought about it too, and I'm still upset. How dare he? Well, and I, they need they need people who not only know what they're doing, but who can actually be helpful. And she is true. helpful. That's the oh that's yeah. The point. And then you're gonna send the most formidable one away. Oh yeah, because she usurping your job. That's what the deal is. Oh, Lord. She usurping your job because you think you saw all this and that. Please. Shut the fuck up, Rick. Oh, so I'm, hey, Carol, I'm mad. Before she leaves, gives him this little bitty broke up watch with no band. Well, that's the one that, that her husband gave her right. on her first anniversary. Right. And she said she needed to get rid of it anyhow. Yeah. To replace the one that he gave Sam that they ain't getting back. Right. So she drives off with Rick watching. And then Rick, they show him later at the end scene driving his way back. Looking fucking looking crazy. crazy. He did look crazy, though. Mother effing crazy ass <laughs> schizophrenic. Yeah. And you're going to be making a damn decision like that. Who the hell are you? Anyway, I'm mad. Jay. I'm still mad. Let's move on to some other characters because he pissed me off. So that was all of Rick and Carol. Thank goodness because he pissed me off. Let's so on. then we get to our group. Of Daryl, Tyrese, Daryl, Michonne, and Bob. Ooh, Lord, Bob is a pistol. <laughs> <sighs> Tyrese, Damn. Tyrese is washing his shirt in the river. Yep. And Bob is yelling at him. It's time to go. Ta ta ta. It's time to go. Ta ta. I'm like, shut the fuck up, dude. It's a zombie apocalypse. I know. Why are you yelling? In the fucking woods. Because Daryl said, okay, okay, Ty, everybody, it's time to go. We we need to move on down let the road. The fool. And then him and Michelle went out walking. First of all, <laughs> let the man wash his bloody ass shirt off. Yeah. Second of all, quit fucking yelling. He was yelling. Yelling. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why is he yelling? Does he not oh, know that no. noise attracts them? I don't think he realizes that yet, though. I really don't. <sighs> I mean, that man. I don't know. He got, now he got on my nerves. So as they're walking around, Daryl picks up this rock, a green rock, and Michonne asks him, "Is it Jasper? Is it Jasper? Because it brings out your eyes. It's a good color. It brings out your eyes." Mm. And then she smiles at Daryl, and I said, "Oh, yeah, she did flirting with Daryl." I didn't. 
take it like it was flirting. What do you call it matches your eyes well, out of the blue he, comment like that? Yeah, well. That is flirting, Sister Jay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, well, I don't know. That is flirting. Mm. All right. So he says he's going to use it on a woman back in, or he's, a woman back in the prison um, asked him to look out for it because it was her husband's favorite and he wants to use it on his grave marker. Yeah, that's what he said. And so Michonne's like, oh, do you know everyone back at the prison? Do you know about everybody? And he's like, look, if you stay in place long enough, you might find out. Mm. And so then he walks away, still licking his effing fingers, because he licked his fingers to rub on the rock, and then he licked his fingers again. That's nasty, Daryl. But he's been licking on his fingers the whole season. That's nasty. Mm-hmm. But Michonne didn't like that comment he made. Mm. Well, of course not. You but he made in, it for that reason. Right. To trying to tell her something. You stay in place long right. enough, you'll find out about people. All too. right, let's move on. <clears throat> Go ahead. All right, they come up on this card that's covered with all these branches and stuff. So, of course, they want to, you know, dig it out and see if maybe they can get it to start and stuff. And they can't get it started. So, Daryl and uh, Tyrese notice, well, uh, first of all, they notice this garage. It's a it's a gas station. Uh, that, yeah, it's like an old gas, gas station. station covered up in all this trees and trees mm-hmm. that fell over and bushes and shit. Mm-hmm. And so they're hacking away at these trees covering this garage and stuff. And Tyrese is just hacking. Oh, yeah. He, like, he, he's, like, possessed or something. Yeah, he... Mm-hmm. You know, and Daryl's trying to say, look, man, slow down. You know, we we got some time here. Just slow down a little bit. He's just a hacking and hacking. And then, so, of course, some walkers reach out and grab him. And w- one grabs Daryl. And so Michonne... Uh, dispatches that one and then one grabs Tyrese and Tyrese rather than to pull away from the walker he tried to grab the walker yeah <laughs> what was that and they keep telling him let, let go, go let, let go. go and he just will not let go what was the reason for that he was trying to kill himself or he didn't care at that point he was like I whatever guess happens, that's what it happens. was I guess that's what and it was so, um, he finally the falls back and it falls on top of him and here goes fucking loud ass Bob again shooting it with a gun <laughs> well they didn't need to I would have said hey Michonne go ahead because it's fucking quiet exactly with this loud ass gun Bob shoots it in the head yeah mm-hmm. so Lord they, have they mercy. look in the car and Daryl's like look the battery's dead we need to look for another battery so they Daryl and Bob go into the little store area while Michonne and Tyrese Keep clearing the bushes, mm-hmm. and Michonne's starting to talk to Ty, Ty uh, Tyrese. Excuse me, mm-hmm. they call him Ty now. Yeah, about his anger. Yeah, that was a good conversation. And that anger makes him stupid, and stupid gets him kicked. Will get him mm-hmm. killed. So he asks her if she's still angry, and she says no. If the governor was standing there, she would cut him in two because that's the way it's got to be. <laughs> that's the way it got to be. But I am no longer angry, and I'm thinking. What? Yeah, she is. And so then she he asks her a good question. He says, okay, <coughs> so then why are you still going out to look for him? Mm-hmm. And she just kind of looks off and goes, I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway. They find a battery and next scene, uh, Daryl is putting the, um, the battery in the car. 
Well, first of all, before they leave the garage, Daryl, uh, excuse me, Bob is looking at the pictures on the wall. Well, they find a walker on the Snarling. Ground, and he's got a beard. Right. And so he looks up, and there's a picture of this man. He's the owner. Several pe- pictures of this man with a beard. Mm-hmm. So you can you could just correlate that that's the owner. Well, not only that, but but it's a picture of the owner with his family, and he got kids around him yeah. and stuff. So that's why Bob stabs him in the head with a screwdriver to put him out of his misery. Yeah. See, and to me, that was what Carol did. See, to, and I like that scene because that showed the okay. same thing. Whatever, Sister Jack. Yeah, it did. Whatever. Mm-hmm. So then Daryl and him go and try to put the battery back in the car. And so Daryl's asking him about the group he was with before. He said, which and one? Bob, <laughs> he said, oh, which one? Funny. He said, I was with two. And he said, I got tired of being a witness. And Daryl said, what do you mean a witness? Because I witnessed everybody else getting killed. Yeah, he said I was the last man standing in both groups. Mm-hmm. And but to me that raised up a red flag. I'm like, uh, uh, why was you yeah, the last that's man the standing? That's the first thing I thought. Yeah, how mm-hmm. are you? Were you the last man? Was standing? you? Was you? Was you cowering somewhere while the rest of them was getting a bit? Probably. See. So um, he tells mm-hmm. Daryl that he, you know, he's seen some things, and that he went to the big spot to get a bottle. To, because sometimes he can't sleep and he needs something to help him sleep and he just to cope. Mm-hmm. And he said he went to the big spot for him to get a bottle and that he's the one that got Zach killed. And Daryl's telling him, that's bullshit, man. Well, but Daryl gave him a big ass side eye first. Mm-hmm. Like, uh. <clears throat> and so he says, look, man, you couldn't have known that, that was going to happen. Me and Sasha picked that place. Yeah, and and there was no way you could have known what was going to happen, and you're not going to stand alone anymore. You're not going to take that on on your own. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I said. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I'll be like, you got to prove your shit first. Hey, that's what Sasha said. We got to see how you uh, how you do. Uh, we got to see if you know how to play well in a group. So then mm-hmm. they finally make it to the vet college. Yep. And they go in. That was pretty good, though. That was good. That was a good scene. They find a lab with some drugs in it. And so. I mean, bunches of drugs, While too. they're looking for drugs, Bob notices this little pallet on the ground where obviously somebody had been sleeping in Sleeping there. Or something. Because there were some books. I and booze. I didn't see the bottle. A I big saw, bottle of booze. I just saw books. Oh, no. I saw the bottle of and booze. And a pillow and stuff. And I thought, oh, is he grabbing books? So mm. while the rest of them are grabbing shit, he. Jumps up with something in his bag, obviously. <clears throat> so, um, Bob is telling him what to get. He goes, get anything with the sin on the end. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, why wouldn't you just grab everything? Wouldn't you just take everything? They pretty much just, did, though. No, they took certain things and not all yeah. the drugs. So, anyway, they head down this hallway after getting all this shit. <laughs> and walk by this classroom and look in there, and of course there's some fucking walkers in there. Okay, see this, this is my question. This is my whole question with this whole scene. Yep. You gonna Why didn't sure? they just go up back the way they just came in? That's exactly what I said. I mean, damn. Why would you go? Would you not go back the way you came? You just came in because when your ass just came in, we didn't see no walkers. We didn't pass shit. I don't get that. I shit. didn't get that either. Unless they were looking for more shit, which I get that part, but why yeah. don't you just go back? Go back the other way that you just came in. Anyway, 
Mm. So these walkers start chasing after him. Yeah, and, and wait, but wait, didn't they look awful uh, spry? <laughs> they was moving. Well, Jeez, so they, they, go, moving. they go into this other hallway and get hemmed in by a couple walkers. Mm-hmm. So there is a doorway to a stairwell that's chained up. Chained up. And so they decide that it's better to go there than to go through these other walkers because mm-hmm. the other ones that were coming after him had the bloody eyes. So they had the sickness. Yeah. And Bob's like, we don't want to be getting sick. We don't want to breathe around them. Let's, let's not go that way. Mm-hmm. So they go. So they open up the chain on that stairwell, kill the couple of walkers that come out. Yep. And run. And run. So they come out into another hall. And end up going into this room that they try to barricade the door. And, of course, that didn't quite work that well. But they um, they end up going out the window next to this landing mm-hmm. outside. So all of them jump out the window. And Bob's clumsy dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been fine if he would have just jumped right. He's trying to hurry up because the walkers are coming. Jumps and overshoots the damn landing. Falls all half off, and of course his bag starts dangling, and there's already some walkers down there looking, trying to get to him, reaching up. They grab the bag. They grabbing the bag. And he ain't letting go. He ain't letting go of the bag. And I'm like, oh, okay, Bob, you doing some good. No. Daryl and them snatch him back up. And the no. bag clatters. <laughs> they telling them, let go yeah. of the bag, man. Let, and he, he steadily pulling on the bag. Let go of the bag. Because they're pulling him back, he gets more leverage, and so he pulls the bag from the walkers. And it makes a clatter. And it clanks, and Daryl, what? What's in there? Ain't got, wait. Ain't got no meds. bottle ain't near a med in there. Now, why wouldn't you have put the medicine in there, too? Because he didn't want it clanking against the mm-hmm. bottle. So, Daryl. That ain't even the bad part, and no. that's pretty bad. Wait. That ain't even the bad part. Bob got to go. Bob got now. See, that's what I said. Bob got to go. Bob's ass needs to go. Okay, tell him what they have. Wait a minute. So Daryl tells him, "Oh, you really should have kept walking that day because Bob had just told him earlier when you got me, when you found me all alone, I almost kept walking because I was done. Yeah, and I didn't. And now you know he was trying. Him and Daryl were bonding, honey. Daryl was too through. Daryl said." Well, I think Daryl was too through for several reasons. But right. He told Bob, yeah, you should have kept walking that day. Mm-hmm. And he goes to smash the bottle. And what does Bob do? Put his hand on his gun. I was through. Oh, I said, oh, hell no, Daryl. Fuck him up. That's what I said. I Damn. Said, push his ass over fuck the side. Up. No, all he had to do is push his ass over. Oh, but Daryl got up in his face. Bob reached for his gun like oh. he's going to rear up. Tyrese just standing there like, what? But Daryl got all up in his, his face. face. He, his forehead was touching Bob's forehead. Bob, like you would Ooh. a wild animal. Bob would not look him in the eye. Did you see that? Yes. He did not look him in the eye. But he didn't touch his gun again Darryl, either. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because Daryl took it. And Daryl looking at him like, what? Like what? What, what you going to do? What? But he didn't say that. Uh-uh. He didn't say but that. But he took that. He took Bob's gun. And Bob says, and, Bob mm, is, mm, is um, mm. telling him, I didn't want to hurt anybody. I just needed mm, it for when it mm, gets quiet. Mm. And Daryl. Daryl said, we done. 
We yeah. are done. He says, you take one sip of this before those meds get in our people, and I, and will, I will beat, your beat ass you into the ground. Into the ground. Yes, so, Daryl. I loved it. I, yeah, I like that. Ooh. I like that. Daryl was hot. Ooh, he's I mad. I loved it when he bum-rushed his ass. He, he is mad, though. And Tyrese's dumb ass. Let it go, man. Let, let it go. go. I was like, oh, like you let go, Karen. Yeah. See? Oh, the writers are fucking him up, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then, uh, they leave, and I thought they were going to leave his ass, but Bob took that bottle. I mean, Daryl gave him the bottle back. Yeah. I think Daryl was so upset because his his father used to drink. Yeah. And shit. Well, yeah, and, and hit them and stuff. Right. Don't you remember the, him and Merle's conversation? Well, he don't have no respect for that. None. Because his daddy was alcoholic. So anyway. But so he was abusive alcoholic, though. Michonne and um, Tyrese are looking over this map and trying to figure out where to go to get back. And Daryl is looking at that rock that he picked up mm-hmm. in the car. So they decide which, what route they're going to take. And they get in the car. And they start driving back. And so Daryl is really quiet at this point. Real so quiet. Michonne tells him. He was right about the trail getting cold mm-hmm. and that um, she doesn't need to go out anymore. She's mm-hmm. not going to go out anymore. And he's like, good. And then they show all four of them driving down the highway looking lost in, in thought. And that's the end well, of the episode. Yeah, Bob definitely looked lost in thought. Bob, looked, Bob needs to. He knows his ass is grass. Bob needs to go. Bob need to go. He, he need to be down for he, that shit. Yes, he does. And now, first of all, he the one that caused all that ruckus in the store, in the big lot. <laughs> he did. He did. Putting that damn pot. Remember I told you he blammed it down. He did. And I'm glad he said that, too, because he said, I I put it down too hard. Because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, he, he did. blammed that thing on the shelf. Because he was, you know, probably a little disgusted at himself. But still... He caused that whole commotion. He did. And now he almost caused the same kind of commotion. He did. Mm, mm, mm. Bob got to go. I, I think Bob needs to go. Yeah, Bob needs to go. If anybody needed to be left, it it's was Bob. Bob. But they didn't. They left Carol. Well, they left Carol. But I hope, this is what I hope for Carol. I hope Carol meet up with Morgan. That's who I hope she meet up with. Mm-hmm. Well, that would be her safest bet. That would be awesome. Well, that would be her safest bet. The mm-hmm. problem I had with Rick leaving her out there is the fact that she's a woman alone. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. His punk ass did that shit. And it's dangerous. Hell yeah, it's dangerous. And so, you know, she's going to be out there alone having to fend off crazy ass motherfuckers. Right. It is punk walkers. ass. How, I mean, how dare he do that to her? Oh, Hey, okay, I'm still mad. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so let's get That's into our it. feedback and hear what y'all had to say. Okay, come on with Let's, it. let's start with our iTunes reviews. We had, uh, I think, two. One of ones, is First it? one is from Jolly Woe 78 Okay. Um, first of all, Sip. Oh, yeah, I let me take a sip. I love the Sister Speak podcast. All right. All of them. The ladies are funny, candid, and, and say many of the things you are thinking as you watch an episode. Their energy and laughter is infectious. I strongly encourage you to subscribe and go back and listen to the old episodes. It's totally <laughs> worth it. I still giggle at the references to T-Dog's head from season three. <laughs> that was season J. 
Keep up the excellent work, ladies. You are always a bright spot in the week. Thank you for all that you do. Now, everyone, take a sip of their favorite beverage. That's right. Cheers, Jocelyn. Thank you, Jocelyn. A.K.A. Mrs. Raylan Givens. Ooh! Woo-hoo! Mrs. Jackson Teller. Yep, both of them. Mm. If if Sookie can have a a ho-asis, why can't I? Uh Uh-uh, you can't have Jax. Refer to the podcast by Brandy, the former Mrs. Sam Merlot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Joshua. Thank you for that five-star review. Jolly Woe 78. Thank you, Jolly Woe, for that five-star review. And just so you know... No, you can't have Jax Teller because uh, his mama going to cut you up like she getting ready to cut up Tara, first of all. Second of all, you can have Raylan Givens. I mean, I do like Timothy Oliphant in that character, but I like me some Boyd Crowder. That guy playing that part is awesome. So, And he's on Sons of Anarchy as a tranny. Who knew? But anyway. Okay. So our next iTunes review is from Masa Kimo. Uh, okay. Mas, or Mosel Kimo. Okay. Right. If you have an aunt who gets a, a little too drunk at the family gathering <laughs> and starts telling everyone off, then you'll relate to these two ladies. <laughs> you mean you'll relate to Sister <laughs> J? That's Sister J. They tell the truth and keep it real. They also make you laugh and think. I like that, I like that they review the shows like ordinary fans with a simplistic, accurate, and general love for the series. Five stars, Muscle Kilmo. Thank you, Muscle. Thank you, Muscle, for that yeah, five muscle. Thank you, Muscle. A <laughs> drunk auntie, huh? Woo, that's funny. Thank you, guys, for the iTunes love. Thank you. We appreciate it. Love it. Okay, so then let's get into our email feedback. All right. All right, our first email, let me get to it, is from Manny. Hey, Manny. Hey, hey, ladies. Just want to say, Rick is a pussy. Thank you. What the fuck? He kicked Carol out because he doesn't agree with the way he handled things. She handled things. Thank you. That's so ba- That's so small, bald, passive-aggressive kind of shit. Uh-huh. He basically said out loud to her that he didn't like that she's changed. What the fuck? What the fuck? Yep. You have to change. Every single thing Carol said this episode makes perfect sense. Perfect. Albeit she jumped the gun a half step, but can you blame her? Mm-hmm. She put. She said she put Karen and David out of their misery. Okay, anyone who's thinking knows that their disease is still living in their bodies and wasn't no kind of bleach or a sanitizer around. Thank you. What did they do with the bodies during the Black Plague or Bubonic Plague? Burn they burned the bodies because there was no other option at that time. Yep. I'm, re- I'm re-watching the episode now, and when you really look at it, Rick is following Carol's directions every step of the way. Yep. Then at the end, he wants to cast her out. Yep. Fuck you, Rick. Fuck you, Rick. Laugh out loud. <laughs> I agree, Manny. That's Great. right. Great episode. And just a little side note. I love these quieter episodes where there is more character development. True blood can learn a lot. That is true, though. I like that, too. I like that, Manny. That's a good, good comment. And then he says, um, wait a minute. Rick locked Carol out of the car. Did you see that? Yeah! That gravel-voiced motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I am Team Carol. 
Carol right now. Me too. She could have gone back to the prison and talked to Tyrese and settled things. She could have. Rick was afraid of her. Yep. I told you. See, I'm so glad, Manny. Thanks, ladies. A Manny, mother of dragons in parentheses. Yeah. Thank you, Manny. Thank you, Manny. For that wonderful email. And see, Manny, that was my first thought when I was watching the episode and I was on Twitter and Git Glue. That's what that that's what I put on there. He is afraid of her because she stepped up as a leader and did what she thought was right to protect everybody else. So yeah, he's a pussy. And I'm still mad. <laughs> yes, we see. Anyway, thank you, Manny. Okay. All right, our next email is from Joanne. Hey, Joanne. She says, hi, sisters. Did freaking Rick seal Carol's death, death certificate or did he save her? Mm. Love the one-on-one, real straightforward convos between characters. Michonne gave advice but admitted she didn't have all the answers. Yep. Daryl was disappointed in Bob. He protects his BFF at his own cost. Mm-hmm. Bob instead seems to have trouble following him due to his selfish decisions. Yep. Love Tyrese telling Daryl to let it go. Will new enlightened Tyrese feel remorse about Carol's walking papers? Yeah. No. No, he won't. Rick looked annoyed when Carol was blatantly honest with him. I sense jealousy at her monumental growth and logical actions. Thank you. He's still babbling pancake nonsense. Yeah. And, and yeah, Lori. And yeah, Lori looked like a trick who could not cook and get <laughs> and got pissy if they didn't ask for seconds. Oh. Carol might have acted without the counsel, but so did Rick. He's a hypocrite. Yep. He basically killed Carol too. Yep. Carol never looked back at Mr. Pissy Pants, yet he kept looking back after driving away. He sure did. Yeah, cry Rick. She was a great soldier. Mm-hmm. Sads. I really wanted to see more of Anna and Sam. They were so damn peppy and happy go lucky. <laughs> see, that was their downfall. I know it. That was their downfall. Have a great week and remember to let it go, but keep a strong hold onto that sweet nectar bottle. <laughs> Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. For that email. Yeah, I think Rick's a hypocrite too. Mm-hmm. Lord. Okay, our next email is from Jazz, Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. Hi, sisters. So glad you guys do podcasts on most of my favorite shows. I had plenty to say about this episode, so much so that I'm sure my neighbors heard me yelling at the TV. <laughs> First of all, please let Bob get bit or die. No. I'm so tired of this motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want to even see... Uh, his simple ass on my TV. <laughs> I was kind of hoping that Daryl would throw his ass right off the roof into the walkers. <laughs> first, his, first this asshole gets someone killed because he wanted a drink. Then confesses only to get caught with another bottle a few hours later. There you go. To top it all off, this fucker acts like he's going to shoot Daryl for throwing his medicine. <laughs> quote, unquote. When he's supposed to be looking for medicine for the sick people. Exactly. If it was me and I found out all he had was a bottle, when we were in front of a bunch of pills, I would have killed him. Mm. Someone please kill this bitch. (laughs) Just had to get that shit off my chest. (laughs) It's been bothering me since the first episode. Yeah. Bob is a tad useless. Bob got to go. Yeah, he got to go. Speaking of people getting on my nerves, what the hell are they doing with Tyrese's character? Yeah. Yeah. 
Last season, all he had was his sister. And these last few episodes, it doesn't seem like he's worried about her as at all. Mm-hmm. Well, he is worried about he her. He is worried about her, but he's more worried about Karen. I don't even remember if he said bye to her when he left the prison. He, he did. did. He did. They had a whole conversation. I understand being upset about what happened to his boo. But it's not like he even hit it yet, yo. <laughs> hit it yet, laugh out loud. I just hope that they don't kill him off and Bob is still alive. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. But- <laughs> I think that's why he's so pissed because mm. he didn't hit it yet. Mm. About halfway into the episode, I kind of thought that Rick was going to 86 Carol. It was time for her to go. She's too desensitized to everything going on around her, and that became more and more clear as she kept talking. Mm. I kept thinking, damn, she cold blooded. <laughs> <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was. But damn, she had to be. I mean, she done lost her daughter, her husband, everybody. So. She says, really glad that he just banished her. I wonder if, if we will see her character again. I hope so. I can't wait to see how Daryl's going to take it or if Rick is going to tell him the truth. Yeah. See, that's the thing. How that's Darryl's the thing. Take it. Yeah. Jazzy. P.S. Sister J, I tried the sweet red root and I have to say that's some, t- that's some nasty shit. And uh-uh! The, and the name is deceiving. I like sweet wines, so I told my boyfriend that I heard it was good, so he bought a bottle. After the first sip... We both looked at each other with the that's nasty face. <laughs> I'll stick to my Moscato. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jazzy. That's what I drink, Moscato too. is a lot sweeter. Moscato yeah. is delicioso. Well, if you like sweet red wine, then you need to get the, go ahead and get the Yano, which is L-L-A-N-O. It's a Texas winery, and it's Yano Sweet Red. That's what I started out with with uh, red wines, and it's very sweet like Kool-Aid. It is not. Uh, uh, yeah, it's sweet. Don't listen to Sister J when she says something sweet like Kool Aid. Because she tried to get me to taste some shit, and I was like, "That stuff is nasty." No, it, it, it's very good. Although I am trying to branch out, and I I did buy a bottle of some Pinot Noir, and I'll let you know if it's real nasty or if it's good. It's, it's gonna be nasty. I can tell you. Anyway, I, anyway, yeah. I have a wine app that claims that this. It was called Bella, Bella something, Bella Sarah or something. Pinot Noir. It's supposed to be really good. Okay. Pinot. Whatever. All right. Anyway, I'll Thank let you, you know. Thank you, Jazzy. Thank you, Jazzy, for that email. Okay. Our next email is from Emily. Hey, Emily. Hello, sisters. I am sure you are going to get many emails about this episode, and we all surely know why. Mm-hmm. I will try to keep this short. First of all, mm-hmm. take a drink, y'all. Bob's boozing ass (laughs) needs to, as you say, just get bit. Mm -hmm. This is the second time his alcohol problem has caused a serious impact on things. Exactly. Next, in my opinion of the Carol thing, I think it's so dumb. If Rick would have done what Carol did, everyone, even Tyrese, probably would have just dealt with it. Exactly. Even, even though Rick is no longer a ruler in any way. Exactly. Even though I am frustrated that Rick banished her, I would have been scared as to what Tyrese would have done if she went back. Not me. I would have too. No. Now I feel like Carol may get captured by the governor who might ransom her for supplies or something. Daryl, who will probably want to already go looking for her, will take his new buddy Michonne and anyone else who may be Team Carol. I feel like there will be a big divide within the prison group as to whether or not to bother with her and the governor. Hmm. Those are my big thoughts for the week. Can't wait to hear yours and everyone else's. Emily. Thank you, Thank Emily. Thank you, Emily. 
And you know what? That's, now, that's a, good a point. That's a good point. Yeah. I I don't know what Daryl is going to do. I I don't, I don't know. Either. And and I, I agree in, uh uh with um the uh the previous email. I think it depends on whether Rick tells him the truth or not. Oh, Rick's got to tell him the truth cuz he already told some others. So, anyway. No, he didn't. Well, Oh, that's the next one. That's the next episode. But yeah, anyway. I got confused. I well, did. thank you, Emily. Thank you, Emily. Okay, our next email is from Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Hey, sisters. I'll try to keep it short, but it's probably not going to be short, so here it goes. <laughs> I can hear you already. <laughs> it was a very good episode. All the scene, excuse me, all the episodes so far have been really solid. Yep. Creepy little Lizzie. She's, I know, she's creepy. She's become my number one candidate as to who is feeding rats to the walkers. Mm-hmm. Her conversation with Carol about how you how you change, but you're still alive and calling Carol mom was a bit, uh, and calling Carol mom bit was truly creepy and sad. Yeah. Love Tyrese hulking out by starting to settle down and coming to his own. Hmm. It's not really spoiling anything for you, I hope. But the scene in the previous episode on 1027, when Tyrese is fighting all the walkers of um, all the walkers off, comes straight out of the comic. After some rough, rough patches, our band of intrepid fighters seem to be working well together and starting to understand where each one of them is coming from. Bob explaining why the people at the gas station decided to end it all was touching and very telling about his state of mind. You know, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, that is true. That is true. When Daryl and him went into inside the gas mm-hmm. station, they saw some vomit and <coughs> antifreeze, where apparently those antifreeze. people had drank the antifreeze to die. Killed themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. And Daryl was disgusted, and Bob was like, well, hey, you don't know, and people have seen a lot, and they don't want to see any more. And, and they all wanted to go together at the same time. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but speaking on Bob, I was so hopeful for him and add my voice to the growing chorus of blame Bob. Blame Bob. I thought <laughs> he. I thought he stole the books, not booze. See, that's what I thought. Uh uh-uh. uh, booze. And this is after Daryl gave that great "I'll stand with you" speech and "Don't blame yourself." I know it. I like his character though because not everyone is who. Not everyone who lives is going to be a superhero. That's true. I tend to get the feeling that he is a lot more complex than we realize, and he is carrying around a lot of guilt. Mm-hmm. Was I imagining it, or was Michelle flirting with Daryl? Mm-hmm. She was. <laughs> I don't care what she Okay, says. okay. Maybe and, she was. And seriously, Norman Reedus's arms. The man has definitely been working out. He looks good. He, he did look good. Still needs a haircut, though. Yeah. Why kill the hippie couple? They could have partied with Maggie and Glenn. <laughs> I'm convinced that in addition to finding fruit, they found a pot stash while holed up in that bedroom. Mm, mm, no mm. one is that happy in the zombie apocalypse. He was awful happy, wasn't he? And she was too. Yeah. We found each other. Mm-hmm. They were cute and it was refreshing to see two people who had no hidden agenda and simply wanted to find other people to be with. Mm-hmm. When we see uh, when we see her getting chomped on and find out the guy is missing, I think that's when Rick made his final decision on what to do with Carol after she was like, all right, hippie boy, you can come back. It's time to roll. Especially, I think he already knew. I think he already knew. I think he knew before they yeah. even left. Especially since, it, if I recall correctly, he was like, don't send them out there. Um, they're not going to make it on their own. Mm-hmm. 
See, that's what I was thinking. Okay, she, she says, hot damn banishment. How medieval. Rick could have lied and no one would have been the wiser. He could have told Tyrese that he found the person who did it, but they died of the flu, so there's nothing to be done. Tyrese might still have been upset about Karen, but at least he would have been able to say that Rick kept his word. I don't even agree with that. I think had she went back to the prison and Rick even been honest or even she uh, been woman enough to go up and tell Tyrese, I think he would have understood once she explained it to him because Tyrese already said to her, I know you care about people. So regardless of what she did, he knows that she cares about people and that in her mind, she call herself trying to help. Yeah, I that's so. different than maliciously or 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 you're jealous of somebody or something and you go and kill them. You know, she was trying to stem an epidemic. And now that Sasha and a whole cell block full of people are sick. Yeah, yeah. they are sick. You know, so I don't believe Rick for one minute. OK, so she who the up. hell does he know <sighs> or, or what the hell does he know anyway? Uh, he would have told Tyrese that he found the person who did it, but they died of the flu. Da, da, da. Tyrese might still have been upset about Karen, but at least he would have been able to say that Rick kept his word. Even if Carol has turned into a hardened, toughened survivor, it's hard out there on your own. Yeah. It's been established that you're not going to make it very long on your own. Yeah. If you don't go mad like Morgan, you end up dead. Yep. Why didn't he take, it, take, her, uh, take this back to the council? Yeah. Granted, most of them are down with the flu, but still. This is something that should have been brought to their attention and let them decide what to do. Exactly. And what is he going to tell everyone? How is he going to tell Daryl? Daryl is probably going to want to go look after her or look for her. Having said all that, I get why he did it. I don't get it. The way she got rid of them, would, I would be afraid to sneeze around her. <laughs> See? That's the thing. <laughs> Hey, we would be like Jeanette, have one or two coughs, and she'd be ready to stab us. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I I love how he was side-eyeing her when she referred to Lizzie and Micah as her kids. Mm. I know, that was so funny. The banishment reminded me very much of Rick from the first season when he left Merle on the roof roof and seemed to be going back to his we-don't-kill-the-living rule. I don't think you can compare him killing Shane which was self-defense to her killing Karen and David. Yeah, you can. No, he you he can. killed his best no, friend. Can. Carol has been questioning Rick's leadership skills since Sophia. Because he ain't got none. I get that she wants to have the group. Excuse me. I get that she wants to save the group. But at what cost? She did not give them folks a choice. She's an effective leader, but I think she could easily take a ruthless turn. No. She would take over from his punk ass. That's the whole thing. Cause she well, she was she would have been the leader. His punk ass wasn't doing shit. Yeah, Carol should have been should have faced some sort of punishment for killing Karen and David. I'm just not sure that she should have been forced out like that. I'm sure we'll see her again. I hope we do. Melissa McBride has been so good. I warned you that it would be a long email. Take care and best wishes to you both, Michelle at Zed Showgirl. P.S. Have you been watching American Horror Story Coven still? Yep. I am loving it. Angela Bassett, Kathy Bates, and Jessica Lange have been so damn good. That's it. That's it? That's it. Okay. Thank you, Michelle, Thank for you, that Michelle. email. Yeah, I'm watching American Horror Story Coven. Uh, I, 
I'm liking it a lot. I, I, I wish they would like move it along though a little bit. It, it, to me, it's a, it's a little bit draggy. You know, they need to move it along. But, but I'm liking it though. I watched one and I'm behind on the rest. So, all right. Thank you, Michelle. Okay, our next email is from Robert. Hey, Robert. Hey, ladies. I missed you the last couple of weeks, but I had to write in and give you my feedback on this most recent episode, Indifference. Let's get started. This episode was the best of the season yet. <laughs> I thought to myself, this episode to me was probably the best since this season's clear, since last season's clear. And so I Googled this episode and come to find out the same director of Clear directed this episode in difference, huh. Trisha Brock. I just loved how the episode revealed so much character tra- traits of all the cast members. Yeah. From Tyrese's anger issues to Bob's drinking issues and Michonne's governor issues and Daryl's redneck issues. I'm kidding. But I love how Daryl got on Bob about jeopardizing the crew's safety. Yep. I love how Carol just accepted Rick's decision to ban her from the prison. It's almost as if Carol expected it, and this shows what that Carol knew what her fate was when she admitted to Rick what she had done. It's going to be two people that will be really pissed at Rick when they find out his decision on Carol. But I'm pretty sure it's still a Rick dictatorship. And no democracy here. Thank you. I think this opens the door for Carol to sh- to somehow run into. Wait for it, Sister J. <laughs> wait for it, Sister J's cue to say, "I hope not." Mm-hmm. The governor. <laughs> See, somebody, yeah. What saying? Yeah. Anyways, thanks. she might. She might run into the governor. Mm. Anyways, thanks, ladies. Stay, um, take care and stay unbit. Robert from the Bay. Thank you, Robert from the Bay. Thank you, Robert. Yeah. You know what? She's probably, oh, I hope, I hope she don't get captured by the governor or something. But I bet she'll run into him now. Well, he doesn't know her. He doesn't know her from anyone. That's true. And so I don't, even if they run into each other, I don't know that he would. Does she know about him, No. Yeah, yeah, she she knows. I don't about know him. that she he would snatch her ass up yeah. or anything, but because he doesn't know, unless she starts talking about the prison, then he might, you know, he might snatch her up. But yeah, well, thank you, Robert. Thank you, Robert. Okay, our next email is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters. Hope y'all are well. Take your time with the podcast. As we all know, they are well worth the wait. Yep. Let's get started. First of all, did not see that coming. I know. Rick's throwing Carol out of the group. Considering that he's not even on their council, which doesn't have many members left anyway, how could he even make that decision? That's what I'm saying. Isn't that overstepping his role? Yep. And Carol, damn, she is hardcore these days. What she did was wrong on a moral level. It would be one thing if they'd already died, but she killed them in cold blood. What the fuck? Damn, <laughs> Carol. cold blood. Yes, it was. A little harsh, don't you think? Nope. And also overstepping her role. She's a member of the council, but that was too far. Yeah. I understand her teaching the kids to defend themselves, but all her other actions went way too far. Telling Carl to lie to his dad, killing Karen and David, too far. Meek mild cry all the time, Carol is gone. Hardcore murderous NFTG is in her place. But I guess that's what the zombie apocalypse does to people. Turns Carol into shame and makes her delusional as well. How the hell was she going to handle big ass Tyrese? Please. Was she going to kill him in his sleep too? Also, who's going to explain this shit to Daryl? 
Yep. I agree. When she said, I can handle Tyrese, I was like, Carol, come on. Well, but see, I, I disagree. I think she can. Uh, I think she could handle him. No, she can't. Because she would logically tell him what's what. No. Okay, on to the road trip from hell. First of all, shirtless Tyrese, Sister K. Mm. They threw you a little something something. Mm, mm, but he mm. needs to get over this shit right now. Ain't nobody got time for him to be all emo over everything. Yeah. Be emo back in your cell. Uh, that pissed me off. I'm with you, Shalita. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for this mopey-ass Tyrese. Exactly. To quote Sister J. Oh, wait. She says, um, that pissed me off, but I'm still glad he ain't dead. Now, Bob, on the other hand, can go. <laughs> to quote Sister J, he was fiending. <laughs> uh-huh. He I was. knew he was up to no good when he was on the other side of the room telling Michonne what to grab Yeah, while he was looking for his fix. Yeah. We ain't got time for your alcoholism, Bob. <laughs> People dying and shit. Though <laughs> <laughs> so good looking out on the difference between the walkers at the vet school. Granted, he does have medical knowledge and it don't look like Dr. S or Herschel are going to make it. Mm. But him being an alky makes him a liability. Yep. Plus, how is he the only one surviving all these groups he used to be That's in? That's what I'm See? saying. See? See? Okay, because this is the third group now. Like, that ain't suspicious. <laughs> and now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Shalita. And now Daryl knows and will be watching him like a hawk. Oh, yeah. And thank you, Paris, for sharing that very appropriate tweet about Daryl during that confrontation with Bob. Very appropriate. Now, someone on Tumblr posted a quote from Norman Reedus about Daryl and Carol hooking up. Mm -hmm. And so this is the quote. He says, I think if he did that, his head would explode. It would be like, oh, we did it. Let's cuddle. We're a thing. Norman continued. I don't think he's emotionally stable enough to have sex, cuddle, talk in the, I don't think he could do it. I think he would do it like an animal. Mm. You know what I mean? And if we're going to do it, and I hope someone is biting the back of someone's neck. Oh, Lord. Come on now. He says, this is Norman Reedus about Daryl and Carol having sex. OMG, damn. And now we might not get that. Damn. Mm. At least not with Carol. Mm. Was it me or did I sense a little something something between Daryl and Michonne? No, it wasn't just you. Mm. I thought so, too. What were they up to while searching for the gov? I am here for that too. I ship Carol. She says Carol with a like a Daryl spelled like Daryl. Rashon and now Dishon. <laughs> or would that be Mishral? They need a shipper name. Either way, these folks need a little something in the midst of all this dying. Just as long as they don't become digmatized like Andrea. Ain't that the truth? Or pregnant like Lori. Exactly. Mm. That's all I can think of for now. Of course, it became a long-ass email. Sorry, Sister J. That's okay. Until next time, Shalita. By the way, Denai Guerrera is also a playwright. Her play, The Convert, had a run in Philly. I didn't have the chance to go, but one of my coworkers did, and she said it was excellent. Mm. P.S. American Horror Story. Coven is insane. I love it. The producers are in talks with Angela Bassett and Kathy Bates to bring them back for season four. I'm all for it. Yes. Mm. Oh, thank you, Shalita. Thank you, Shalita, for that email. So that's what she meant about Guerrera or Denai Guerrera last week. 
I don't think it's pronounced Guerrera. Well, how do you pronounce it? It's like Gueria or something. Okay, well, because it's it's an African name. It's not. not well, I, I it's have not to Latino. Say, it's, I didn't say it was Latina. Well, well, but you're saying it like Guerrera. I'm American. That's how I say it. <laughs> if I was African, I would say it in Wait. an African way. Wait. I don't know how to say it. <laughs> but you the one trying to fuck around with accents and shit. I'm fucking around with English accents, not other language accents. This <laughs> Jay. You're so I'm ignorant. <laughs> Look, I know I'm not saying her name right, but until oh, I hear her pronounce well, just it. Just don't say her last name. See, that's what she wrote. I'm reading what she wrote. You're so effing belligerent. Good Lord. Okay. Our next email. Let me just finish the email. Next email is from um, Myron. Hey, Myron. Hello, sisters. I hope you are both well. I missed my weekly installment of my favorite podcast. I am so glad you are back. Since I like your interaction, I'm going to change up my format in order to hear more of your interaction. I have some questions for you both, so let's get started. Mm. Okay. Seems like this was the episode of the characters letting stuff go, don't you think, sisters? Rick let Carol go. Carol let go of her past in order to cope with her present. Michonne letting go of her search for the governor. Tyrese not letting go of the walker. Bob not letting go of his bag. <laughs> mm-hmm. Tyrese telling Daryl to let Bob go after Bob reached for his weapon when Daryl was about to throw the bottle away. What a send-off the writers did with Carol's character, wouldn't you say, sisters? Sister K, did Rick do the right thing by telling Carol she was no longer welcome back at the prison? Nope. I, I mean, what else was he going to do? He, but, he, who, who died and made him God? As somebody pointed out, Chiquita, I believe, he wasn't even on the damn council. No, this is what I was going to say. Who the hell? No, well, he don't have the right to do that. He, I don't think he had the, well, okay. I'm going to kind of go back and forth. He yeah, did, we know. He needed to go, he needed to do something. No, but he didn't. there have been other people who have fucked up and they've kept them in the group. He so he needed to keep her in the group and let them all figure out the best way to deal with with Carol. He had no right whatsoever to drive her out to some other fucking town <laughs> and then give her supplies and shit and say you can't go back to the camp. Who the hell is he? He sure did. I mean, come on now. He got her like a dog. He's like a dog that you don't want. Shit. You take out to the oh country. hell no, Rick need a beat down. Yep. Shit. Anyway. Um, okay, so then he says, Sister Jay, should Rick have allowed the council to make that decision? His punk ass shouldn't have made it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in the whole camp should have made it. Sister Kay, would Tyrese have been understanding about what Carol did? I don't think so. Well, but you know, who who gives a, a rat's ass? They got bullets. Hell, stop his ass too. If he want to get too fucking rowdy. Sister Jay. What will Daryl think about Carol being banished by Rick? I think he'll be real ticked off. I think he will too. Real ticked off. Yeah. Another favorite scene was between Daryl and Bob on the roof. Did you see the way Tyrese and Michonne looked at Bob? They were like, this motherfucker done lost his damn <laughs> <laughs> Sister K, why was Hippie Girl's leg so far away from where the walkers were eating her body? I know it. That's a good question. I wondered that too. Like, how did she get? Because she might have kept on hopping. 
off in order for her leg to come all the way off. Well, but she obviously wasn't dead yet, so she had to be. I hopping. think she was trying to get away. Get away, and they caught up with her ass yeah. across the street. That's what I'm saying. She hopping on one leg, <laughs> probably crawling, but still. No, I think she hopping. That was across the street. Sister J, is Daryl struggling with allowing himself to feel again and getting to know people? I don't think so. He opened up with Bob and Michonne, but is currently not getting much back from them. In fact, he might feel betrayed by them and may be questioning his decision to be available and getting to others. What do you think? I don't think so. Uh, first of all, I don't think, I don't see that Daryl has particularly opened up to other people. I do I do see him as, um, you know, making attempts in that area simply because, you know, Merle's gone now and everything. So he knows that he doesn't have family other than the people at the prison. Yeah. But I don't see that he has made some giant leap where he's confessional and shit with people. No, no, no. that's just not him. <clears throat> okay. Sister K. There were a couple of scenes where the camera focused on Rick's wedding band. Are we supposed to believe that his choice in remembering the past is antithetical to Carol wanting to forget the fact that she had a life prior to her loss since the apocalypse? No, we supposed to get that his punk ass is living in the goddamn past. Sister Jay. And that's why he was telling Lori. That, that. I, I mean, that's why he was telling that stupid effing Lori story. How she made pancakes and we didn't really like them, but she'd make them eat. Oh, give me a break. Oh, Lord. That's just a K, not J. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think they're trying to correlate that. No, oh, please. But they're doing a piss poor job of it then. Well, in your opinion. Uh, last question is for you both What role will Carol play in the future? That's all. Who knows? Um, thanks all. Thanks for all that you do. Until next time, Myron. I think Carol is going to come back. I think we are going to see her again. I hope so, and I hope she kills him or something. No. By accident, maybe. I don't but, want our core people dead. Well, well. You mm. know. But I do think we're going to see her again. I hope so, because yeah. that, that was just poor. That was so misogynistic, I can't even begin to... Describe it. I just, ooh, I was just so angry with the shit. You know? I was so angry with the shit. Okay. Because, yeah, who the hell is he? <sighs> Damn. Because she was stronger than your weak punk ass. Yeah, that's what that was about. Anyway. Okay, our next email is from Tia Maria. Hey, Tia Maria. She says, hi, Sister J and Sister K. Hope my favorite two podcasters are doing well. I want to thank you two ladies for so graciously entertaining my crazy-ass prediction a few weeks ago. I promise no more predictions for me because I'm rarely, okay, never, right. <laughs> Anywho, I wanted to let you know that after I listened to your show with Shalita, I was inspired to go to the Walker Stalker Con in Atlanta. Wow! Thank you, Shalita. The con was amazing. You guys have to go. Ooh. Especially since they had a panel of Walking Dead podcasters all of whom were basically nerdy dudes. Mm. No offense to nerds, as I am one myself. You guys would have been a delight to hear. Oh, you know what? We couldn't be in no... Plus, you'd get to go free. Oh, hell, we couldn't be in no public setting, because... <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
They do not ever I don't think want people us. are ready No, for they us. are not ready for us. Because if somebody asked me a fucking ass question on that panel, I would forget that I was on the panel and say, what the fuck are you asking me that See, for? that's the problem. Woo! No, us. we can't be in public we, like that. Well, we could be in public, no, but... we can't. That, mm-hmm. I don't know how we would fit in. We would, I don't we think would they, not they wouldn't know what to do with us. No. I think they would all be looking at us like we was crazy or uh, something. Oh, well, they, yeah, I'm sure they'd censor us and stuff. See? But no, mm. I don't think that would work. But that sounds fun, a Walker Stalker con. Yeah, I bet that would be fun. And it's too bad there were no girls on that, on that panel. Anyway. Well, it came to us. All, <laughs> All the actors from the show were there and so friendly and warm to the fans. Mm. And they really shed light on the characters and their motivations. No, well, you know and what? That, I just thought of another reason why. No, we can't be there. Because see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Because see, if they had all the actors from The Walking Dead on there. Mm-mm, no. no, no, no. She said uh, they were there, but not on the panel. That was a podcast. That's what I'm saying. Just there. <clears throat> oh, mm-mm. No. What? Oh no! Why? Because I mean, you know, who knows what what we would say? Oh uh, well, I doubt any of the Walking Dead cast was watching the Walking Dead podcaster panel. Mm. I mean, we talk about the characters; we don't talk about the actors. That's true, but hey, <clears throat> okay. She says. Um, they really shed light on the characters and their motivations. I learned a couple of things, no spoilers, that you and your listeners might find interesting. First, the actress who played Karen indicated that there was a scene cut where she and Tyrese moved in together and pledged themselves to each other. So in a way, Tyrese found his bride murdered just a couple of days after their quote-unquote wedding night. In that light, his rage is much more understandable. That's true. Well, I mean... <clears throat> also, at the con... But they didn't show us that They didn't yet. show that. Also at the con, there was a fan viewing of the Indifference episode, and Chad Coleman, the actor who plays Tyrese, viewed it with us and talked about it afterwards. Chad is so unbelievably cool and cute. He gets how everyone hates the soft Tyrese, but he says that Tyrese is struggling with how to maintain his humanity and not become hardened and cold or indifferent in a world where killing is an everyday occurrence. I can understand that. Yeah. He says you can't survive on the extremes, but finding the middle ground is hard and messy, and that's what all of them are trying to do, find that middle ground. Yeah, I can understand that. Finally, Andrew Lincoln and and really all the cast said that the mid-season finale is going to blow us fans away. Mm. I have started reading the comic books. See, I told you I was a nerd, and I have a couple of ideas of what might be in store for us, but I won't mention it, as I just took a vow to no predictions. Finally, all I will say about this indifferent episode is I love me some Daryl, and I am going to miss Badass Carol. Me too. <clears throat> Lord only knows what is going to happen when Rick gets back and tells the group that he banished her. Tia Maria. Thank you, Tia Thank Maria. Thank you, Tia Maria. For that wonderful email. And for being inspired by yeah. Shanita. That's awesome. Awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah, going to those little Comic-Con things, I think that would be fun. I couldn't be on no panel, though. No. No, I couldn't be in public that way. Because, <laughs> hey, they don't allow no cussing and no drinking, probably. <laughs> oh, Lord. Hey, I want my adult beverage when I'm talking about my shows that mm-hmm. I like. 
Okay, our next email is from Joanne. It's our last one. Hey, Joanne. I'm listening to you podcast on the episode from last Sunday, and I just need to say this before tonight's episode. The walker and a half in the woods, I think, are the same woman and her husband in a sack that Rick did not kill when she suicided to join her zombie man. Oh, shit. I could be off base, but it sure looked like her to me. So when Herschel stopped Carl from killing her, this would be the second time she has been given a pass. That wasn't the same woman. I don't think it was the no. same one. And the husband only had a head. He had no body. Yeah. And torso or mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think this is going to bite. To bite. Oh, wait. I think this is going to. Going back to bite them in the future quite literally. There is a certain significance that this woman has been left to live as a walker twice now. So thanks for the podcast and on to the next episode tonight. Joanne in New York. Hey, thank hey, Joanne. you, Joanne. I don't think that was the same. You know what? At all, I don't think <clears throat> it was the same because that man, like the, like Sister Gay pointed out, her husband had just a head. A head. That's it. He didn't have nobody, as far as we know. No, he didn't. He didn't. Mm-mm. And the woman had dark hair, and this this walker had like brownish hair to me. It, yeah. it was not the same lady because I, I don't have, think it was the same I person. Re- recognized if it was the same lady, mm-hmm. so. Well, right. thank you guys all for your feedback that and for awesome. being patient with the podcast. If you would like to send your feedback um, on other on the podcast, you can send it to sisterspeak at gmail.com. You can also go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash podcast. <clears throat> we are on Twitter at underscore sister K and underscore sister J. And <clears throat> you can also go to our website sisterspeakpodcast.com and to our shop and get some Sister Speak apparel. Mm. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. See you next time. 